On this show, it's only good vibes. Talking about music from Beyonce to Tribe. In the world where it's always politicking. Run, why your boy Kanye be tripping? I don't know, so we put it on the shelf. Listen to Conrad when he brings up mental health. Is Michael Jackson really the king of pop? There's no debate if you ask, be shocked. Conversation so tight, it be gripping you. We love getting suggestions from our listeners. Do something foolish, try and run if you can. All you're gonna do is end up a victim of Who's Man's. Welcome to another week of Who's Man's podcast. We hope you enjoy it. Okay, Welcome ready. to the Who's Man's podcast. Ooh, that was cool. I like that. I like that. <laughs> Where's where that been for the 112 right. episodes? Where did that come from? <laughs> <laughs> We can start there. How long has it been? Five weeks? Shit. <laughs> Seven months. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Damn near felt like that. We did do an episode during the pandemic, right? <laughs> I don't know. A couple. I haven't even looked at our, our like our look at any of our episodes. <laughs> You probably yeah, on the last one. Oh, word? I just saw it when I opened that. Thanks, bots. You're looking <laughs> <laughs> to our fans. You're always going to disrespect our fans. The one right. <laughs> people. My bad. <laughs> oh, man. A lot has happened, man. though, since the last episode. It is. Kyra, I feel lot. like you should just start with what's going on in life. Yeah. I'm about to be a baby daddy. <laughs> hey. Oh, that's so exciting! Yo, can I just start off with that? <laughs> Brian's text. Brian's text probably with the best text I've received from anyone as far as like congratulating us. Brian goes. I wonder if I still have it. I'm just gonna read it word for word, actually, because it was the funniest text ever. It was one of those like, oh, Brian," and you're like. <laughs> You just say Brian. <laughs> oh, Brian. I was like, should I say this? <laughs> but it came in my mind. I was like, oh, this no. is what did he say? I thought it So much. I'm so happy for you. Your kid will be so loved. I just don't know a better father to be. Like, that's an uh. Mm-hmm. Thanks, bro. I love you, man. And then next text. You've been fucking fucking. <laughs> I'm really, so, I'm really so happy, man. And then I don't know what happened. I don't. Know this is excitement. You just lost it. You just hash rush. But like it was just screaming. Just overloaded. Wait, read the end though, Karen. And then I said, "Love you, bro. Appreciate you. I don't have Carly's number, but please share my excitement." Da da da. Don't show her the last text. <laughs> <laughs> I'll babysit immediately, like for real, for real. <laughs> that was, uh, and so the whole time this weekend is like, I've been fucking fucking. <laughs> Having a good time. Well, you know, that's how you make, that's how you procreate. That's how you do it. So when, when you first for everyone else yeah. did, did Carly surprise you? Like, how did. And you don't have to share if it's, if it's personal. Right. So, like, uh, what was it? La- yeah, last year, I was kind of, we, it was more of, like, a, like her dad getting sick and stuff. Mm-hmm. 
and I was just, and we were just both are like kind of scared, like, hey, like maybe we should start thinking about planning a family. Like our parents are getting older, you know, mom got COVID, her dad and her family members got COVID. And it was just kind of like in that moment where it's like, dang, life is kind of short. We can't just keep pushing back these things that we want to do just because we want to share this with our loved ones eventually. But at the same time, I'm just like, I always told her like, hey, or decision, like I'm just a delivery system. Like I'm not the one carrying this kid for nine months. Like when you're ready, I'm ready. like, I'm mad that is so accurate. <laughs> like, you know, like at the end of the day, it's not my decision. Like, yes, if it's like a few kids together, but you make the final say, like, all right, bet, let's do it. So I was like, hey, like, I just want to let you know, like, whenever you're ready, I'm ready to have kids. Like, if we can start planning or start the discussion about planning and what sort of not. So I went through the whole process of, like, you know, removing her birth control and all that stuff. And we didn't think nothing. You know, there's some people who, like, are really strict about planning for kids. Like, I'm ovulating. Let's fuck right now. Or, like, (laughs) you know, all that stuff, like, to the T, like a schedule. And I'm just like, you are trying to do that? I do not want to do that. Like, that's not part of the process. (laughs) Like, I don't want to be on a schedule. Like, I think it should be natural. (laughs) you you are out of it. Like, I, that's one part, at least I was like, I didn't want to be a part of. Like, it was just like, you know, it should be a fun process, like something, you know, intimate and exciting for both you and your partner. Mm-hmm. And so we weren't expecting it to be like a first try and boom, you're pregnant. So, yeah, we tried. And then I was actually like taking a nap. Little did I know we get back from Dubai and she had like bought oh, like for like a pregnancy test and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I think I just got off work or something and I'm laying down sleeping I was taking a nap on the couch and she just comes up to me and taps me on the shoulder and her face is just like bright red. And I'm just like, what is happening right now? Uh. And she's like, well, it's just showed me the, the test. Uh. <laughs> and so I'm just like, I'm still like waking up and I'm just like, I was like, go back and try again. <laughs> you said he was. No, I was just kidding. <laughs> it was one of those things, like, oh shit, you were you for real, you were messing around. But like, in that moment, I didn't know how to like process my emotions. Like, I was excited and everything, but it was just like, did she really just say she was pregnant? And so when I went upstairs, I was by myself, and I just kept telling, like, "Damn, I'm about to be a dad. I'm about to be a dad. Like a whole ass dad. Like Connor, you daddy." You are the father. <laughs> like, this is really happening. Like, it wasn't one of those, like, exciting, personal self-moment things where I was just like, I've been wanting this for, like, <clears throat> you know, get married, have a kid, your own kid, start a family. It's weird when it's actually happening and in the process. It still hasn't, like, hit me. I'm bringing a kid into this world. <clears throat> and, like, and that's why I kept saying, like, <clears throat> As much as like <laughs> you are a partnership in this decision you're making in life, like you're kind of once you do your thing as a man, you don't have anything really else. Like you just sit there and like, like already like right off the bat, it's kind of just amazing how <clears throat> a woman's body immediately changes. Immediately, like yeah. as soon as she told me she was pregnant, like the next week her body just hormones, everything just took a one eighty, like. 
lethargic, tired, loss of appetite, senses are heightened, smell, all these weird things that like Carly usually doesn't like do were like heightened. And I'm just we were both like it's just crazy how your body just automatically knows what is happening and what's supposed to do like a machine and it just switches into like protective mode or whatever <clears throat> it could be. So comrade, so, you like, guys from, didn't notice yeah. any of that before the test? <laughs> or like got the news from the no, test I mean, immediately? No, I mean like well, okay, let me she did, obviously, because oh, you know, okay. she's the one, it's her body, so she just felt already like, uh, and I, I've heard like women say like they feel like when ovulations happened or like when the seed has been planted type thing and she said like I felt weird, like in it was a moment where I was just like something just happened but i don't know what it was which is wild to me that you can feel like Mm -hmm. that process which is and uh so before that no but it's just kind of weird like now after the fact so i'm assuming if it like ovulate like the seed has been planted and the process has begun that was like a week or you know a week before and uh so it's been a crazy like I mean, it's already been four months, but like, yeah, just like watching her, like as her body's changing and hormones are changing, it's just very interesting being in the presence of that and being us. Like when I was, when my sister was born, I mean, I watched my mom, but there's things I didn't understand about women and their reproductive system and their health. So it didn't really click to me. Like I just, my mom did weird shit, like eat ice and spit. And I'm like, that's weird. But like, now that I know the things that happen, it's just kind of like interesting to see, like watching it happen before your eyes. And also like watching the process of what your kid looks like over time. Like before, I'm not gonna lie. I, when pregnant, I was like, oh, my baby is the size of a watermelon and blah, blah, blah. Okay, girl, I don't care what your baby looks like at this point. (laughs) But it's like... It's like now that it's actually happening to me, it's just like that's in your stomach right now. Like that's I'm holding this or- like I'm holding this orange, and this is what it looks like right now. Or I'm holding black. like you know, like you start finding like my first ultrasound was like mind blowing to me. Like just seeing like different anatomies of the baby, and you're just like shit. That's part of me. Like half of that is me, and I'm bringing it into this world, and I'm supposed to take care of it, and all these weird like all these things you think about as parenting and fatherhood that you see through your parents or like the people who raised you are now you're starting to like think about if you took if you like absorbed or soaked in as much as you could kind of thing you know like i hope i absorbed or took in as much things subconsciously consciously from my parents or my grandparents or whoever took care of you as a child then now, like, I can tweak it and make it to my, to our liking to raise this child that we're bringing into this world. So it's like, it's like an interesting dilemma, or not dilemma, but like dynamic of parenting as your first time. And then there's a lot of shit's happening, like 30 hits, and then I have a kid on the way, and then now I'm about to be a homeowner. It's just like, everything's yeah. happening, like, you are boom, boom, a, boom, 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 boom. You I'm, guys are having a great year. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, so it's like it's a, you know, the pandemic. There is still like I think I said this on recorded. Even if we're in a pandemic, there's still a lot of blessings around us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's just like trying to focus on those things. Like, 
there's a lot of stress and other stuff, but at least like there's good things happening. You get to see your families now, and you know, I'm excited. It's uh, yeah. it hasn't hit me, but this everything I've wanted. So I'm hoping that I'm hoping for. I don't even have like a, you know, people are asking, do you want a boy? Do you think it's a boy or a girl? Well, I'm just like, I just want a healthy baby. Yeah, like, that's all I care for. Like if I'm blessed with with whatever girl boy like <clears throat> i'm just praying the baby comes out no complications 10 feet 10 toes you know breathing and getting ready to be loved on is all i really care about but i think it will hit me more it'll hit me more once carly starts waddling around and <laughs> she got a, she got a big ass belly that you know she may, <clears throat> so, yeah, she may not waddle not you know in her period differently yeah we'll see I'm gonna record it so y'all will know. No, <laughs> no, no, do not. I will literally snitch. I will uh, snitch. I'll be putting sound effects. You just submit to our group chat. I just know you're gonna be like an amazing dad. <laughs> so that's what makes me yeah. excited. Like, I always hear amazing parents. Yes. I always hear people say like kid and do we did we learn enough and but I also hear a lot of people say like it's something like natural that just takes over. I know you guys are gonna be great. Like how like if we're all like I'm gonna get real deep real quick. If we're all like these animals that come from like the animal kingdom, we all have these animal instincts to like survive, protect and nurture. Like we see in the wild, like automatically mm-hmm all these things happen we tend not to correlate that to us as like human beings because we're supposed to be like since we're like a higher intellect and all that so i always wonder like now that i i'm gonna have a child if like my <laughs> instincts to be a protector and a giver will like just subconsciously take over in a way you know because like i felt that when i got married like this is my wife like i get it like you're supposed to protect but it was a different like way of like things I naturally do that I would have never like paid attention to I do as a husband now I wonder if like things will naturally happen as a dad you know if that's if those natural instincts will come into place that I'll like I'm just naturally gonna protect my kid or naturally you know you know I can't feed because that's not my job but like you know do those little certain (laughs) things like like it's even just weird the fact that you get pregnant all of a sudden now as a woman you're you know if you can producing milk to feed your kid when on other times you're not doing that, you know, like that, that crazy stuff that's happening like scientifically and all that is still mind blowing to me. Well, we're, I love we're it. happy for you. This, this is news. Thanks I y'all. I just realized it's the first cool kid baby. Yeah. Right. It really is. Yep, you first <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you're Brian, the bar. Brian showed me who, <laughs> was it you Brian who showed me the bet line? Oh, yeah. Um, I forget <laughs> where we were, but we made bets on who would get married first, who would have all that stuff. By the way, I won. I, I didn't win the marriage one, but I won the baby one. And all I'm going to say is, uh, who did I have in second place? I think you said Evan and Karen? Evan and Karen. Get to it. Wait, Wait. Oh, <laughs> be in second place. Get to it. <laughs> Wait, who, who did you guys say to I said Conrad. Oh, married. I said. I think I said Evan and Karen. Okay. No, 
Or did I say Dom and Oscar? I think you when said Evan and Karen, and then you Evan said Dom and Oscar. Huh? When did you make this list? This was something we were all at, and it was like, um, when was when was uh, Ron the Dallas re- re- reunion? That's what I'm that, thinking. It had, had to be. it had to be that because that's before any of us were officially married. Married, yeah, or like officially engaged or anything. But I know I had I had you two first for the baby. I had Karen and Evans next. Mm-hmm. I think I have Ari, then Ron and Tori, then Austin and Dom. That's a, I feel like that's a that's pretty accurate list. Yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah, unless you know, unless you all fucking fucking like just, Brian said, you just my throw up the bets. You know, say no fuck up rotation. The odds, though, okay? the odds about to be I off. swear, I swear to God, Brian, if you text that to me, <laughs> I would text it to you. I was in the rock. Yeah, I'm just expecting it now. I'm kind of mad if I don't get it. <laughs> yeah. He's probably going to send a different version of something. Right. I'm going to have to get it. creative. <laughs> wow. You're hitting, hitting, huh? You got to have fun. <laughs> nah, you, you got to keep it up like Ron keeps up your second birthday. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mind him. He doesn't have to remind us because all of us have it in our calendar to remind us now. The worst. <laughs> <laughs> and I love that this year people are emailing you. <laughs> Anyway, what else is going on? <laughs> <laughs> oh, what else? Uh, yeah, what's up with well, y'all, man? You're not, yeah. you guys are the only one that happy news, though. Cause we, Wait. I don't know if you all watched. We don't. Okay, see. Oh, like, God. <laughs> all right. Man. I was like, damn, bro, no. you already lost. So I was, <laughs> okay, I gotta say this. I gotta I say this. how that came off. <laughs> I gotta say, I was talking to Austin, uh, I think a week ago. And I was telling him about the bet, too, and how I had Conrad and Carly first. And he was like, yeah, you know, but you never know about Ron and Tori because they good at secrets. And they like to surprise <laughs> you. And I'm like, damn, you That's right. That's a good one point. One we time. only catch one secret. And the biggest said, secret. The biggest one? <laughs> Of the day. Of the want to be Beyonce so bad. Here we thought it was going to be so funny and playful, you know. As soon as he said, I was like, probably pregnant? No, you're right. I wish I, I still to this day wish I was in that room. Look. I really wish I was in that room. I just want to see the, the moment and to see Brian's reaction. Because aren't you the one who saw it first? I yeah. did. And Evan like got annoyed at me because I started I was... hitting him, and I'm like, no, oh, like for real, look. I will never forget his reaction. I remember it clear as day. So yes, we do. No, we do not have any baby news. I'm talking about Cardi. I don't know if you guys watched mm-hmm. the other day. This year, pictures. But I had a feeling she was pregnant because she's usually on social media. All times of nights, y'all. Like she's she be eating like five course meals at like two o'clock in the morning. Atlanta time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she and got I'd money. Like, right? I'd be like, dang, why? And and culture be up at, until like five a.m. And there's all these kids around. She's someone that posts like all the time. But mm-hmm. for a good like three four weeks, she wasn't posting anything at all. So I was like, mm, you're pregnant or something? Because someone else that I know alluded to it as well when she performed me. Um, 
and and yeah, so she she performed oh. with uh, Migos. They were you know doing some songs from their most recent album, um, and that's when she revealed it when she wore like this outfit that accentuated the the tummy area. Yeah, and it, it was actually kind of it was actually super cute. Tori, she was pregnant at the Grammys. Well, yeah, she had to be. She looks like she's at least five months. Yeah, and the Grammys was in January. That's one thing. Cardi, she will perform through everything. So is this kid number three? Sorry. Two Two for them. Two? Okay. I'd like... Five for... I think this is four or five for him. (laughs) Sorry. That's not damn, but it's just like... I I didn't know he was coming in with that. Right. (laughs) Did you you guys watch the BET Awards, though? I only watched a couple of things. I just saw Lil Nas X, and that was it. I want to talk about that. I did watch the whole show. <laughs> oh, you did? Well, I skipped past, like, all the people I didn't know, which was probably a good hour and a half, but I watched everything else. Okay. And I really think, I feel like BT is really <laughs> winning, like, this whole pre- or during pandemic award show thing. I just feel like they keep getting it right. This one was, I would say it was well produced. Well, from what I saw, it looked like it was well-produced. Yeah. Because last year, if you remember, they did performances, and I thought that was probably the best of the year. Mm-hmm. And so far this year, it's like the best I've seen. Um, again, I don't know a lot of these people, but I don't think <laughs> I'm supposed to. Uh, the only thing that I wish I they had, like, I wish they had some more, like, old-school moments. Like, you know, usually you get, like, a, a legend to come out or and perform, and it's, like, a surprise. You didn't really get that. Oh, that's true. But I still feel like the people they had, they did the best they could. <laughs> that's true, because they, they had that, they had one year when Teen James came and James Brown to perform with Michael Jackson. Right, right. BET mm. Wars used to be good. Lit. But they, they, it was good. I think, mm-hmm. um, I think one thing, and I, I wish that, uh, Conrad, you and Ron watched it. But I think one thing that was like really, really clear was like today's rappers should really take notes from old school rappers, like that DMX tribute, and like the star, the presence that a Buster Rhymes or a Method Man has on stage. Versus whatever the Migos was doing with their choreography, <laughs> it was like, whoa, Kate. Oh yeah, that's true. The showmanship isn't there. Nah, I wish I could see this choreography though. I was like, yeah, wait, yeah, like are y'all? <laughs> like, what is this? <laughs> right. Yeah, I agree. And also, I just realized something earlier. I said Tina Turner. I mean, oh my god, that is. Funny. Oh yeah, yeah. R.I.P. Tina Marie. Um. But did you guys, well, obviously we know Conrad and Ron did not watch any part of it, but did you guys see the clips from Lil Nas X's um, performance? Yeah, I mean, I guess the only really clip that I saw that was circulating was the uh, Lil Nas kiss. Oh, the kiss at the end, yeah. Yeah, that's really about it, because I was just like, we're still talking about this shit. I agree. I did think think it was pretty dope that he did a performance. Uh, with sexual innuendos like that in front of an audience full straight 
black men. Yeah. Like I could tell it made people uncomfortable, but I kind of liked that. He could work on his like, you know, performing a bit more. He's hundred percent. But <laughs> but he, he loved them uh, hip rolls or whatever. It's he called. he did. And I really, <laughs> the boy, they <laughs> hip rolling. Right, right. He's becoming a bit more fluid. He's becoming more comfortable in his yeah. skin. So he has more work to do. Like you remember how Cardi when she was first performing, she sucked, and she admitted that she did she wasn't good. But through just practicing all the time, she improved and actually learned choreography. I do remember and I, and Cardi. I like the song Montero. Yeah, I agree with you, Tori. Like, one, I know a few months ago when the video came out, he had a tweet where he was like, I really wish I would be allowed to perform this on me. And I, like, now I follow him on Twitter. And he is a grade A Twitter. He's actually hilarious. Oh, Twitter. He's he's the best troll alive. He just gets it. You and cannot out troll him. Ever. Like you see people try. And it's just the responses. Like I saw a video today of I guess is it Kia or Kaya? Kaya. It's Kaya. Mm-hmm. Her daughter posted a video. Apparently she's uh part of the LGBT uh community. And she was basically saying, like, oh, y'all need to get him. He making it look bad for us. And his response was only <sighs> a, a screen grab of her mom's lyrics to my mm-hmm. neck, my back. And that was it. <laughs> and it was like, it was like, right. that's the perfect response to that video. As that vulgar and explicit as her mom is, whew, the nerves. I just don't understand the. I saw Crystal post this post this a few days ago or yesterday, and she was like, "It's just crazy that y'all are still using the same homophobic excuses that you used twenty, thirty years ago, which are they gonna turn our kids gay, and you know, if they shouldn't have to watch that, and that's too it's too much." Mm-hmm. She's like. At this, and I think he even had a, a a reply to that too, which was like, "Oh, just just show them the uh, WAP video after they see my video, and it will turn yep. them straight." And I was like, "That is fucking genius." Like, I mean, <laughs> from what I I didn't watch it, but from what I heard, was no one was saying shit about the baby and Meg was helping everybody on stage. Right, like, that's true. That's true because Meg had she always like she always twerked. She always shows she always shows her butt and everything and i and i love it i love when meg does that um but when someone is gay and black and also a man mm-hmm. it's too much <laughs> it's just one of yeah, those double standards i feel like unfortunately people. will never go yeah especially in the black fair. communities but you know i saw someone post that the same thing you just said conrad like this will never go away however Hopefully, the next artist that comes out after Lil Nas X won't have to defend it as much, right? Mm, like, true. it'll become more and more normal. And those people who are so uncomfortable, quote-unquote uncomfortable, will not be as loud or not have as big a platform. I've seen so many gay people join lives with against Lil Nas X. Because they have really? a platform to do that. Yeah. 
which is oh he's doing too much and we don't we don't uh we don't even show affection like that stuff it, it was just the arguments were stupid but you could tell that people were giving them a platform to air out this stuff and you obviously are going to take the bait it's just like a trumper right all these black people who jumped on the trump train and now they all have an opinion on everything because people will listen but if you go back in their history they were never they were much less conservative as they than what they are today so i don't know i i love it i love him i love that it made people uncomfortable i love that bt because bt don't have the best history when it comes to uh lgbt people i remember a few years ago who was the blogger b scott Uh, b scott yeah they uh what was it? They didn't allow her to <laughs> they, do the red um, carpet or something. So, so B Scott is is someone whose pronouns are either he or she. They have a um, and I think they're also they as well. But so she has a blog, and she's she's black as well. But she's very well known to the black community by delivering like hot gossip among like pop culture. Mm-hmm. So there was a year. This had to be at least years ago. But there was a year where she was um, going to be on the red carpet, like doing like live interviews with the celebrities coming down the red carpet. Mm-hmm. She had a particular outfit that she wanted to wear um, that I guess the BET's team, whomever thought was too feminine, like it, it was too, it, it, it showed too much or revealed too much about their sexuality. So she was forced to wear something that was a little bit more masculine. Because the previous look, she had her hair up. It was beautiful, like long and all that stuff. But mm-hmm. when he had to change, he had to like slick his hair back into a ponytail. And it got to the point where he ended up, I think he ended up having to sue BT for the mistreatment yeah. of it. So from, from that moment, well, and, and I'm sure there were women's too, just from like shows that they used to have and whatnot. But this is what really kind of severed the relationship at LGBTQ community yeah. and BET. But fast forward, now B. Scott will have a show on BET. I think it oh, premieres on, yeah, next year or something like that where uh, they will produce it. Uh, so, I mean, it's good to see that they are trying. And Now, look, this is, a am sure, a business decision. I'm not going to give BET that much credit or Viacom that much credit, but it's great to see kind of where they were and where they are now and hopefully kind of where they're going in the future. And also, one thing I'm noticing that people didn't talk about much, Queen Latifah came out. Yeah. Like she, 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 she came out for the first time, which she didn't mm. have to. We weren't entitled to know. Like, it was obvious everyone, you know, was linked to this other woman, but she, <clears throat> she could have come out whether she wanted to or not. Um, but she actually came out and acknowledged her partner and her son, Rebel. And just at the end of her speech, because I think she got the, what was it, the Lifetime Achievement Award? I think she got. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she said, like, happy pride at the end. I don't think I've ever heard anyone say acknowledge pride because yeah. the BET Awards are right. always during Pride Month every year. Mm. She also mentioned, like, uh, she said, love to. 
I don't know if she's. I don't know if they're married. That's the only thing I don't know. That's why I said partner. Yeah. Okay, but she said love to her partner, and then love. I didn't know they had a child until mm-hmm. I read it after. So she did mention <clears throat> them both by name, and I love. I love that. I love that um, honor to Queen Latifah because I love Queen. Talk Latifah. about a career. Gorgeous. Real. She's my. Uh, a few people may know or may not know, but. She's my like one of my big celebrity crushes. Even if I know oh, yeah. whatever, she's fine. She's beautiful. Really hair, cool. hair is always laid, never out of place. An actually good actress as well. Like yes, top tier. Yeah, hasn't has an Oscar actually. <laughs> she is. She. Oh, I love her. Can I ask y'all something? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Since we were talking about like Pride Month and like beef and correlate, how do you guys feel about doing this whole like? We're going to flash the LG pride colors and we're going to change our logos. Do you think it's fake woke or is it kind of like both at the same time where it's like, I know you're faking this, but I also appreciate it because you're acknowledging that fact in a way. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah like I'm stuck because I'm like, <clears throat> you know, going on LinkedIn, it, all these motherfucking companies are all set in pride <laughs> colors. <laughs> and I'm like, since when? <laughs> but at the same time, like, I know you're faking this. Even if I know you don't want to do this, and it's probably, it's only going to be for this month and tomorrow you're going to go back to your logo, I still think it's kind of a benefit in a way, but I'm always stuck between the fake woke and the woke. Yeah. And like, the sincerity and the not sincere. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, if Chick-fil-A came out, which God forbid, Probably God forbid oh, them God. came out and was imagine? like pride colors. I'd be like, <laughs> all right, now that is fake woke <laughs> completely, <laughs> you know. But like, I always like battle with this, like you know, all these companies that do like r- ride the coattail of trending whatever's happening, like especially like yeah. during the pandemic when the whole Black Matter was like a huge thing, and of course now those same companies, maybe some, maybe some are not, are not talking about it anymore or not mm-hmm. putting that out there as they were before you know yeah so i've noticed in within the past two years that coattails had a lot of baggage on it of that but at the same time i don't know how to decipher it and i was wondering how do you guys feel the same way it's like are you guys caught in on that is that would you consider that a silver lining or uh mm-hmm. then you know where do you go from there because tomorrow, today is the last day where it's recording, and tomorrow is July 1st. Mm. Oh, shoot, it is. So the month of June is Pride Month, I and mean, then today is Give Out Day, which is like a huge day of fundraising for the LGBT uh, um, community. So like, after the day, I mean, granted, most of us are going to go about our lives, but these companies that have all this money, which company do you think is going to stay involved with the LGBT community? Uh, community which is probably zero and then it's also really hard because you know you have like AC is it ACUL or ACLU ACLU you know will like put out all these companies that are anti-LGBT and you don't even think about these companies whether you know they say the biggest way to like uh, impact these companies is pulling yourself from them and not giving them money but like also like Realistically, how can someone do that? Like, for instance, I saw, like, I didn't know this, but Comcast never knew they were a part of a donation against the anti 
that were mm-hmm. for anti-LGBT. I didn't know AT&T was part of that. They motherfuckers mm-hmm. protect, hmm. secure your house. <laughs> I didn't know that either. Uh, you know, so like all these companies that are on YouTube but are, are in our daily lives, some areas you have no choice but to have those companies, you know, and some areas you don't. So like if it, just what, and you guys don't have to have all the answers, obviously, but in your opinions or if you can give two cents about it, how do you feel or how does someone who is an ally and sucks that we don't have someone from that community to kind of talk about all this stuff, but you know, I always, think, that. I always think about that meme that goes around every pride where it's like July 1st and it has like painters painting a wall white and they're painting over the rainbow flag mm. and they're like, this is how companies are. Like, they'll roll it out for a month, and then it's like, all right, next. We Happy 4th of the July. July. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm Not with you, Conrad. Like, yeah. I, I, feel, I feel definitely some type of way about the companies who profit off of it. Like, I'm at Target, and you see a whole rainbow shirt display. And it's like, as soon as the month is over, I know those are going to be discounted because you're moving into whatever your net sales cycle is. Um, I, but I, at the same time, like I'm, I am, I say proud is too strong to work. I appreciate the effort, like my company takes in pride month, but also year, all year round supporting, um, those type of events. And like, we have an employee resource group that puts on events all throughout the year. So I always look at it with a side eye, but I also realize like, hey, you still have to, you still got to respect um, kind of the effort, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think for me, it's, if they, if anything positive comes out of it at all, like if, if the company's actually putting the money they're making towards something or if they're actually trying to give back to the community in any sort of meaningful way, then at least that happened. Like, at least we got something good out of it. Like, I still don't ever believe their intentions are pure. I think if the trend wasn't to do it, they wouldn't be doing it if the company's perspective. But as long as something positive comes out and someone's life got better, I'm not going to be mad at, at that. I'm just going to let that be what it is, what it is, and happy that we at least gotten that far and hope that we continue to make further steps. Do you think that... <clears throat> As a black community, we still have a long way to go. Yeah, in definitely. Terms of... In terms of acceptance of people oh, yeah. in the LGBT community, because right. like I witnessed that firsthand here in my running group, and mm. I mean, like they might they might listen to this, may not, but it's nothing like it's not coming from an ill place. But so I went to a organ. I have I've been like since the pandemic, I've been involved in a lot of running and running communities. For, primarily minority groups just because it's just awesome to see you know minorities black people being out and active and finally like recognizing that they can be runners too and they can do all these things but Mm -hmm. so i went to like a pride run which was organized by a predominantly like white organization Mm -hmm. huge turnout they sponsored it as a pride run they sponsored it you know with rainbow colors all this stuff like they made it legit, like, this is what we're running for type thing. Uh, so 
I made an announcement to my running group, like, hey, which is predominantly black, mm-hmm. hey, on Monday. And, and I'm all about bringing communities together in some sort of way. I always think I try to do my best to do this. So I'm like, this is a huge opportunity to bring two communities in the same city, running group similarities. You know, they both have people in this communities that run. It's a perfect opportunity to meet. And mm-hmm. this is happening on Monday. If you blah, are you guys there and kind of mingle, meet you running groups and whatever, build community, blah, blah, blah. So I went, of course, no one showed up, which is, I get it. It also was hot as hell. It's humid. Who wants mm-hmm. to run that? I get it. I'm not going to like be ill about it. But so in my head, I'm like, <clears throat> I talked to another running, another member in the group that I run with, and he's part of the LGBT community, very open about it. Everyone loves him and his boyfriend at the in our running group. And I was like, hey, I think we should talk about having our own pride run in our community on the South Side. Like, let's think about talking about it, talk to the leaders, let's see what we can do. And he was like, I definitely agree. So I, I shot a message, a DM, he sent a DM out. So I thought it was gonna be like an announcement, like this is what we're running for. Because everything else that we do, whether it's running for autism, whether it's running for Black Lives Matter, it's known that we're running for this cause, right? But I was slightly disappointed in the way we presented our Pride run. Yeah. It wasn't about pride. It was it was more about being inclusivity, being proud of who you are. But it wasn't like we're running for the LG community because it's Pride Month type thing mm-hmm. and sure. that's it when i was just like actual like issue yes and that's where i was like we're still in my head i was like we still got a while to go because mm-hmm. everything else you make it seem you make it known what we're running for and i can tell that there was a discourse there a little bit granted yes in their captions in our captions as we were promoting it this is about about inclusivity everyone should be proud of who they are but it wasn't like hey we're here running for the lgbt or we're here running for pride, like this is Pride Month, and we're running for this community because we understand that inclusive, like diversity and inclusion is important, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's where I was like, got it, work. Like I appreciate the run, but like mm-hmm. it wasn't like show up in your pride colors, show up like none of that compared to the other group that I ran with, where they were selling shirts in pride colors for their logos. Like this is mm-hmm. an opportunity for you as a community as well to make money, like shell your logos in pride colors so you know all this stuff and i'm just like why are we doing this like <laughs> we're right there like i don't I get it like yeah there was there was so... definitely a window do you yeah think this that... is the window for you guys to open and i get it like our leaders i love him that's my brother i have huge love for him but he's also but i still think it's one of those like walking on eggshell things like I don't want to lose my black community that I'm already bringing together, but I'm like, dude, people in the community that you're in are part of the LGBT community openly, and we love and hug them and show them love and, and you know encourage them to be better. No one is going to look at you sideways if you promote it as that, you know. So it was one of those things where it was eye opening, like seeing it happening live and in person. Like, oh damn, y'all had this. This was the window to be like. We're a black community, a black running group that supports black people being outdoors. And we also support our LGBT community being outdoors and running with us. And no one is going to tell us what we can and cannot do, you know? Mm -hmm. And so that's where I'm stuck, where I was like, 
they still did it, but it was very like, like you know how companies change words and <laughs> yeah. split them and make it yes. seem like you know. It's just like <laughs> that's so uh, true. And you also, it's also something. I could also see why you wouldn't address it then and there because it's like, even though you, the, the vision wasn't executed the way that you thought it would be, yeah, it was still organized by people who were with that community. So it's exactly, almost like yeah. you telling them, "Oh, you've seen me wrong." So yeah, so that, exa- that exactly. So Tor, Tor. I, I, was I like, see what you. I I'm see like, I'm not gonna be like, like you still, you still have to know your lane. Yeah, and I, I, I was like, I'm not gonna be like, oh, thanks for doing this. Like, I was uh, proud of them doing it, especially, like, the person I messaged about who's part of the community was happy as well. So, yeah. like, it's not my place since I'm, I'm an, as an ally to be, like, you did it wrong when someone who's in the community was happy to do it, you know? Mm-hmm. was a, Or was proud of having a run that supports their community. But I just wish, looking from as an ally and other people in our com- running group that are allies, I just thought it would be of a bigger presentation based on other causes or awarenesses that we run for as a group, if that makes right. sense. But yeah. again, it's baby steps. Yeah, <laughs> taking, it's just it's just kind of sad because we've been taking baby steps for decades yeah. and years as a community. So it's just like that's why I was so irritated. I was like, I don't care if Lil Nas is pissing the dude. That doesn't affect me. Why is it still like? Why are we still making this a big deal? Like. Y'all mad? Well, your little kid probably watching a porno behind your back. Like, it's just like, <laughs> come on! Like, it's twenty twenty one. We still discussing the same shit. So same it's like, stuff. it's so like mm-hmm. it's demoralizing in a way. Mm-hmm. But it's like mm-hmm. this. I guess is where we have to fight the good fight. Where it's like we can't give up about talking about stuff like this and can't stop sharing or joining groups that are, you know, promoting communities or minority communities and so it's like ah it's tough yeah <laughs> it's almost like a cash twenty. what is it cash 22 type thing mm-hmm. yeah but, um, happy prime with y'all hope it, hope uh everyone made their fundraising goals for give out today but yeah what else we got on the docket what else do you guys go? Uh, I know Ron does, but do, are you guys on Reddit often? No, and no. the reason I wait anything Reddit related is between Ron and my cousin because they're the only two big people <laughs> I know that. So if I get something from Reddit, I'm waiting for Ron to send it to me so I can read it in the link. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I just wish I understood Reddit. Like, it's, I just don't get that's, it. I think that's my part because I always I have downloaded it like five times and every time I delete it because I'm just like this is hard I don't get if I'm looking at the right community how am I supposed to add this community it's just a lot sorry Tori what were you about to link to I feel like we've done something Reddit you want to sponsor us we I'm gonna send y'all to the tech support team <laughs> <laughs> right um so there is the subreddit think of a subreddit like a Facebook okay. you can just air out whatever you want, but for anyone to identify who you are, you pretty much are under this like alias user group. And you just comment whatever you want as long as it's not inappropriate. So there's a subreddit called Am I the Asshole? Uh, otherwise known as AIPA. And this one made the... And this is... Sorry, Tori. Wait, what did you say? what you sent that. It took me forever to figure out what the hell it was. I kept looking at it. I'm like, what the 
Yeah, it's a person. Hey, you know what? It's my bad. I just, I just assume that even people who aren't on Reddit just was familiar Get with it. that because it's everywhere. Um, but sorry about that. I should have said that. Um, but pretty much people will be, say these obvious things like, am I an asshole for leaving my girlfriend stranded in the middle of a desert? Like, they'll say shit like that and they'll give this whole long story to explain themselves <laughs> and people will comment saying, yes, you're the asshole or no, you're not the asshole, blah, blah, blah. So a lot of these sometimes come off kind of fake, but I think this one is real. It's about a guy asking, am I the asshole for inviting my girlfriend on an expensive vacation and expecting her to pay all of her share? I make a lot more mm. in parentheses. Now here's the thing. He mm. makes $150,000 a year. 150000 a She makes $45,000. She makes $45,000 as a salary. I just want to ask y'all, if, if you are in a committed relationship mm. where you split things, what is what is that split going to be? I just want to hear numbers. Okay, wait. You're talking about like in everyday life or this specific? I'm just Valid question. Like in every in just a general question. Don't think too hard. If you make a hundred and fifty thousand a year and your girlfriend or wife makes forty five thousand, I'm sorry, girlfriend. Sorry, I should. I, let's focus on girlfriend here. Oh, yeah. Like, let's say, let's say you guys are serious enough to where you're living together and you're like splitting things, right? We'll use mm-hmm. that as an example. You're living together. How much are you going to? What What is that split going to be? I'll probably go with 80 20. Yep. She paid 80, I'm paying 20. This man said, We agreed to a 50 50 split. He invited her <laughs> to. He can you, invited, Tori, can you read, if you can, if you want to, can you read that state, like that, his story, just so maybe yes. people can get a quick synopsis of what's the situation? Yes. Yes, I can. So, you nervous? I, no, I'm not nervous. I was just like, it's kind of it's kind of long, so I didn't I didn't know if I should read the whole thing. Um, I'll try to just skim through it. Okay. Uh, so this guy says, my girlfriend, myself, my parents, and my brother and his wife all went on vacation in another country a week ago. My brother and I were the ones who did most of the planning of the itinerary, although we did ask everyone else for it. For background, I make 150k as an IT con- and as an IT consultant, your salary is up. Mm-hmm. My girlfriend mm-hmm. is a teacher making forty five thousand. My and parents that's not going to go up, up, up and up and up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my parents. That wasn't funny. Right? I laughed. Sorry. Because <laughs> it was just so matter of fact. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You're You're Sorry. You're <laughs> done. Sorry. You're done. Just a little bit there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, my was coming up. This is what really got. This is what made me hot. My girlfriend <laughs> knew this trip was coming up and to have waitressing on the weekends for several um, months to get ready for it. He allowed his girlfriend up to No, Tori, keep reading. We say we have stuff. always split right. things. We have always split things. <laughs> we have always split things 50-50 in the Lord have mercy. There were a few times on the vacation when she did not go on outings with us, like wine tasting, scuba diving, etc. She also would only eat two days simply stating oh. that she was on a budget. My family does favor more high-end slash expensive places. My parents thought it was very strange that she only eats two meals a day, although normally she eats. 
When we got home, I asked her why she skipped out on several outings, several of the outings. Noticed he didn't ask her while they were on the trip. Right. And That's only okay. ate two meals a day. I mentioned how I heard her stuff growling one night. No. And I was concerned about her having an eating disorder. So you heard her. Mm. She got teary eyed. She mm. got teary eyed and said that three meals were physically feasible for her. This was broke. And neither were the outings. She went on three of the six outings. She said she was not expecting anything to cost so much. She was she was overwhelmed. Yeah, I guess so. She also said she doesn't know if this is going to work long term. If she was expected to go on vacations like with people who make so much more than her, I feel bad that I did not pick up on her discomfort. But we did agree. But he maintains very last sentence. But we did agree to split everything 50-50, and I don't know why she agreed to come. Cost was an issue, y'all. One, I cannot believe he wrote this letter. Like, it ain't coming from her. It's and so. let me tell you something. His responses, the man was doubling down. People were saying, yes, you the are responses the are wild. Wild. Doubling down, saying that, well, she knew what she was in. You can't pay for some lunch, some breakfast. Yeah. You can't be like, oh, I'll pay for a 20 in there. You make three, almost four times as much as she makes. It's the stomach growling. That's the, the thing. St- <laughs> and didn't say anything didn't throughout the, the whole letter. trip. <laughs> I guarantee you they stayed for nights and that entire trip he didn't ask her, oh, are you okay? The man okay. is crazy. So I have something to yeah, say. I, yeah, I want to hear from Ron and Brian first. So I'm Tory pissed. <laughs> I, the only thing I would say, and I would love to hear from her, because I have been with a person who refused to accept help, accept money. Now, not similar situations. We both may call it equal with the other person made. Or at least close to equal. Yeah. But it was to the point where this person was so proud and was like, I don't want to depend on you, a man, to do anything that they wouldn't uh, allow me to do really anything. I couldn't. I, it was a argument anytime I tried to buy a dinner or you know anything like any type of like gender norms she hated it that's it that's ego based, based on what he is saying though he wanted to stick to the terms of their contractual agreement 50 50 that's what this is to him a contractual or you make agreement. three times more than your yes. part yeah. part like yeah. your situation Brian <laughs> that is different where she is prideful. But and I'm no just way wondering, did like, he write that like he was he was offering to pay for things. He waited till yeah, after the trip to check on her. Yeah, yeah, that's very telling. So, and also for me, and then again, this might be just I don't know. I was thinking about this. I was really trying to figure out how this guy may not think he's an asshole and be like, well, we're, like I talked to Carly and my sister about this. Shit. And one, we came to agreement they have bigger issues than just this trip mm-hmm. <laughs> that, they, that they need to deal with. But I okay, the question was worded wrong. I don't think he's an asshole for inviting her. I think he's an asshole for what he did throughout the trip. Yes. And the situation to me is no matter what, and we don't know if this is the first time she's being he might be the, this might be the first time she's going on a trip with 
her significant other, and her family members. His family His members. His family, yeah. Parents, brother, and sister-in-law. Now, if you've ever been in a situation where you are trying to maybe impress your significant other's family mm-hmm. or understand the circumstances, the fact that she took a second job, obviously she knows that, look, if I want to impress this family, I can't be pulling up broke because they know I don't have the money and they live a lifestyle. She knows all these things. Yeah. But also, she's not going to say anything to make herself seem like she's not going to be like, oh, I, this is too expensive or, oh, I can't come to this because I can't afford it. Because, yeah. one, that's embarrassing to her yeah. in front of her parents. Mm-hmm. And so she's not going to express that to her and to her significant other. And if you are your significant and in this situation, if you are a man and you call yourself a man and you you say you love this person and you've been together for two years, they're 29 and how old was the girl? 29 uh, and what? 28. And this is interesting how Carly oh, wow. like two. They've been together for two years and two years in that age, around that age bracket is like five years. Like they're making the next steps to probably get married because time is ticking. And so... I'm thinking, like, you guys have probably thought about marriage or talked about marriage at some point. This is supposed to be your partner, and you're inviting her to meet your family in another country that she's not probably traveled to or been because she doesn't make the salary to just go and fly over to another country like she would like to. My whole thing is that if the situation is split, whether it's 50-50 or not, the fact that he didn't step in to be like, hey, Privately, like, hey, I'm or going on this stuff. Hey, I'll cover. And when we get back home, we can situate you paying me back or whatever the fact is. I also because think he's lying it, about that part. I, I yeah. genuinely do not feel like he really thought she was sick. He knew she was broke and couldn't afford anything. Yeah. So well, and my thing like, is, if my mama is, I know how, I'm, I'm just going to, if they black, I don't know if they black. But I know my yeah. mama. And if my I'm on a trip with my family and she asking me, What's going on with uh so and so? Why she eat nothing at dinner? Like, mm-hmm. I gotta have an answer for her. I can't say I don't know because she gonna go ask. So I'm wondering like That's what true. the family was doing. Like you see that, this happening, don't y'all don't see nothing. Their problems too. That, that's the thing. That's Tori. You're saying they're right there. Like, do you not want your significant other around the whole time you're on a trip, going out and having fun with your family members? I just it's not it's not like it's not like she got sick. So they were going out to eat and leaving her. I I missed that whole part. (laughs) Yeah, she missed scuba scuba diving. She missed other outings. She missed three of the six outings. Oh shit! And all and missed some. So she just at home. Well, you said she was on walks and all that other stuff, but like, still, bro, like, this is your significant other you're bringing on a trip with your family, but you want them to be around her. I don't care. Like, you want that person you love to be around the people that you love. Yeah. As simple as that. Whether this, you can afford that. You already flexed, okay, or whatever, but like, he really could have, he honestly, he really could have afforded to just pay her entire, like, uh, entire time there. Yeah. But now that goes a step further because now, if it's me, I I would be upset if you didn't allow me to step in, because now I can't I show you off to my family. We can't make an impression on my family because you literally are not there. 
Wait, so you'd be mad if she well, didn't I, say anything? Like, if I'm still giving him, I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. Like, she didn't allow him to do anything, which I know that's not what the letter says. And it's probably not what he tried. <laughs> Dude, there's I'm no like, benefit of doubt in this situation. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> but I'm like, what if she was like, I'm not going to allow you to do that. I'll just not eat or something. I'm totally putting my own stuff in here. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you really t- <laughs> it's not me, it's you. I'm like, vulgar rich. I, I can understand. You, you want to see. You, it's one of those things where like, you just are like, people can't this bad, but they no. are this bad. People are bad guys. <laughs> It just sounds like my man's not that ready for a relationship. He's ready to keep things that straight. Relationship? This like serial killer. Like he might have issues. <laughs> Damn right. He's giving, me, he's giving me narcissist uh, vibes. That is the whole family is though. Yeah, that's real though. You wouldn't let somebody starve down here. Yeah, even like this is that thing. I mean, let's go back to parenting. This is that instinct. So like, if your mama there. I just know no mama gonna leave a kid just not eat. If that boy, if that boy loves this girl and she said, "Mom, I love this girl. I want to bring her on a trip," and the the mom's not seeing the girl and not asking questions, you know, okay, can I take help out? Do I need to go talk to her? Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, that's like so. Like that that just brings a lot of questions. So I guess, and without getting, you don't have to get everybody has to get personal about this, but like I was asked this question about. How do you feel about, like, if you're married, having joint accounts versus split accounts versus, like, personal accounts and having a joint account and all this stuff? Because I think a similar question came up where it was, like, if the your sibling the other makes more money than you, are they supposed to, to take the more of the expenditure compared to you, compared to the person making less money? And to me, I would say yes, because if they're getting into a partnership long time, they know they make more than their partner. So obviously their partner can't pay or do as much as they could with their money. Yeah. But it always brings that situation because like in this circumstances, what if she does not go with her money? She's not good with money. She just spends it, spends it, spends it. She doesn't have a budget. She doesn't know how to handle it. How do you know she's not good with money? What I know. You, I'm just saying. Wh- I'm just saying. Like, what if that situation? Like, we don't mm-hmm. know the whole story of what their past two years of their relationship was and yeah. why they decided that they're going to go fifty on things. Is it because that's just what they do, or is it because, like, hey, I have, I make more money. I just would rather just uh, split things, or you know, there there could be a lot of things. I'm just trying to think about because, like, there's situations where, for instance, the question about signing a prenup or not to sign a prenup. Yeah. Or we're going to get, we're married, we're partners. Hey, you're, we're going to have a joint account and then you're going to have your, you can keep your account, I'll keep my account for our spending. We'll take X amount percentage of what we make and put it in our joint account and whatever else is left, we'll save it and do whatever you want to do with that money. Or there's people who just join everything because look, yeah. we're just going to put it all together. We're one, blah, blah, blah. So it's like, but well, if someone who doesn't make, who's not good with money, and you make more money than that person and just like, dude, you're just blowing my money when we have a joint account together. Ooh, I can okay. see. That's a lot of, that's a lot of layers. Okay. Yeah. Well, I remember <laughs> like, back. that was a storyline. <laughs> that was a storyline on that Netflix show, The Love is Blind, which just oh. got married ultimately. 
And one of the girls was, she was like, yeah, I don't really care. I don't think about money. I got a bunch of debt because YOLO and, you know, I'll figure it out one day. And the guy she was with was like, ain't no nah, about bro. money. Like, <laughs> every cent was accounted for. He was like the far, far extreme. And it was like, well, what are we going to do? Like, <laughs> we're going to get married and it'll be our problem. And I, I remember thinking like, wow, like, I don't even know how I would handle that conversation because you're like in love with this person. You obviously love them a lot and you see a future because you are talking about marriage. But is that a deal breaker? Because that ain't nothing to play with. Like, it's not fun. And you take on that person's debt. Yeah. And, like, what do you do? And well, I don't, I forget I, what they end up doing, but hey. <laughs> well, to, to your point about, like, bringing on someone's debt, there are some couples that will choose to be like, you know, like, I don't know, if it's like stew or something, like, yeah. they, they may agree that one person is responsible for their own personal debt, and maybe we'll, maybe you can help me cover you know this debt or whatnot like if if you can work it out that way that's good but um because i think the way that we did it when we were dating ron was making like the uh, the difference is what we made it was a wider gap where he was making more than me but we still split 60 40 Mm -hmm. and that was helpful for me like that was i think that was actually him that he initiated i was all for it i said thank you because <laughs> I, I did not make enough help me. <laughs> I don't, help I'm, me. Not ready, I'm not ready to 50 yet <laughs> um and then when we got married we do 50 50 because i got a i got a really good raise and um the gap closed a bit where i'm 50 50 now yeah we do okay i'm still getting used to budgeting work <laughs> but that's like a i it's great to hear you guys like actually have that conversation because i've talked to a few couples where they're like oh we just don't talk about money i've talked to i've talked to a few friends who are no longer married or couples because that was just not a conversation that we should have i'm the man i'm gonna take i got the responsibility we good and i'm like well look at you now like Like, I don't know why people are so. I understand why people are scared to have. Con- I, yeah, no. Let me say mm-hmm. this. I understand why people are afraid to have conversations about money, because I was afraid to have conversations with myself about money, like investing. Mm. It, it and when you don't know something, like admitting that you don't know and asking for help mm-hmm. is like. No, I just can't do it. So I'm, I'm gonna just be dumb, and I'll, I'll, it'll, it'll all come to me one day. And then literally, I had to like look at my family and kind of their decisions with money, and like talk to friends and be like, hey, who were like, I, I went here, I asked for help here. Here's what I learned, and that pushed me to like finally go get a financial advisor, like ask questions like admit i don't know what the hell you're talking about like it sounds like spanish and i don't know spanish so help me and (laughs) he did he was patient he helped me out a lot but the other thing i realized was like people who don't look like us 
they literally grew up with these conversations. They grew mm-hmm. up with a checking account. They grew up knowing how to invest. They grew up knowing what a 401k was. I didn't learn that stuff till college. So it's, we kind of, sometimes, I, I don't want to speak for everybody, but I was at a disadvantage. So had I never asked for help, who knows what, where I would be right now. Uh, and I'm just thankful, like, I have people to push me to be like, it's okay if you're dumb. Like, just just go ask. <laughs> and we'll figure yeah. it out together. I feel you on that. I struggle with that. Even, like, even like just, like, scheduling a doctor's appointment. I'll <laughs> <laughs> be getting so anxious or, like, going to the post office. I don't know. Wait, the post office? Wait. Like, <laughs> wait, wait. I got the doctor. What the post office? <laughs> to me, I get I don't I get anxious because I'm like, okay, which box do I use? Am I filling out the right slip? Oh yeah, my god, am I, I, am I doing right priority stamp. right? Is this did I put it in the right box? <laughs> Sometimes it takes me forever to mail something. <laughs> and why do you get so many damn boxes? Like and we all going to the same place. <laughs> yeah, not going to the sorting room. Yeah, I get that. But hey, I think the biggest, I think the biggest thing though, Tori, from what I could take from that is like understanding that you do have that. I don't even want to call it. Uh, like knowing yourself that the fact that you know that hey, I have a problem with X, Y, and Z is a big makes it easier when the conversation is brought up. It's just that first initial step of communicating, understanding, like, hey, like, same with, like, uh, Carly and myself. Like, Carly's really good with numbers. She understands them. It's natural. Like, it just works. And when we had a discussion, I was like, look, I'll be honest with you. I'm not bad with money, but I don't, money is not something that I think about, like, as long as I'm living, as long as I'm paying my bills, as long as I can enjoy life, I don't necessarily think about money like that. And I don't make a whole bunch of money, but it's just not something that is a high priority. Mm-hmm. However, I do understand the importance of budgeting and saving and making, you know, the right decisions with your money. Yeah. And I was like, from what it seems like and what I've seen, you are good at that. <laughs> so... Let's just put it this way. You're going to be the financing guru for our our life because you understand how to budget and numbers just come easy to you. A lot of people can't, one, drop that ego as I'm the man. Yes. I'm supposed to, you know, bring the money and budget the money and blah, 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 blah. Some people just can't get past that arrogance or social norms or all that stuff. But I feel like once you get past that, it just makes your relationship a lot easier. Understanding that, hey, mm-hmm. you're good at this. I'm not good at this. So I'm going to let you lead this. I'm good at this. You're not good at this. So I'll lead us in this situation. And I think yeah. it just it just sounds like a broken uh, record, but it it just it really the communication <laughs> like is the root of a lot of issues in relationships and partnerships. And in this mm-hmm. situation with this dude who's an asshole, was that just simply as that you did not communicate or or waited after a whole entire trip to say, "Hey, I noticed you were hungry last week when we were at the when we were in the hotel room. You were stomach was growling. Please, how are you feeling then? Because I was a little worried. I think you were starting to have eating disorder. Like what? Okay, so question though, and please don't get mad at me. 
But does any of the blame go to the girl? I'm going to say no, because no. this is his story. And if he had something that would give him more credit here, why didn't he put it in there? Boom. Mm. <laughs> this is her side of the story. Okay, yeah, I can see all right. Maybe it's all the things she didn't include. But like, yeah, he's trying to get us on his side. And honestly, first of all, he don't care. Why even bring that in and put it in your business? By, the, like by the way, he was commenting when people were being They're very clear with no him more. about what he about how wrong he was. He did not care. He didn't want to listen to reason. Yeah, but he, he definitely just, doubled I think he down. Just wanted attention. To yeah, max. he doubled down for sure. <laughs> what if this was all fake? That's another thing. I was like, this is. I hope this is fake. fake. It, I just it hope it is. I, I hope like his girlfriend in the background, like, yeah, we getting followers, dog. Already about because what if she came out and was like, first off, my man don't gotta pay no bills. For me. I don't know, for sure. <laughs> and I like when my stomach rot at night. Yeah, I'm I fasting. Oh, I'm intermittent yeah. fasting, so yeah, I only can have two meals. So, so now stay what? off my man head. Like I'd be so mad if she came out. Like, girl, we defending you. But that's <laughs> the crazy thing about Red though, because like we don't even get no credit, no followers, or nothing like that. It's just the uh, person posting the story. So people do make up stuff, but I still don't get why they're doing it. Just that little quick moment of fame, and no one even knows it's you. Yeah, that was like that guy. Um, I forgot where he was. I think he was somewhere in Portland. He made up this story on Twitter. About how he accidentally stole drugs from this drug lord oh, and this yeah. super high profile top secret gang was to get him, and it turned out to all be fake. I remember that. Yeah. And he wanted to be a writer, so that's oh, that's why he did it. I remember story. that thread. I remember that. Yeah, it right. was a good story. The they only know, person Zola is coming I was out. Just this, oh, like, it worked out for her. Yeah. It completely worked out for her. Do you guys remember the Zola story on Twitter? Yeah, I saw that. What was that? It it ugh, it went down in history. There, you should be able to still find the thread on like right. if you just Google it. Yeah. Um, Zola is, is what it's called. Just put Zola Twitter. You would definitely um, find it. So, it was, long story short, it's about a woman from Italy who goes to Florida with some white girl, and like they are, um, uh, they're strippers. They they like they're just traveling down to a club to strip. And there's just a bunch of wild things that go on. Prostitution, a shootout, gangs, drugs, everything that's going on. Like, it's story. Some things she did confess were fabricated, but most of it was true. But for her, it actually turned into a movie. So, and she got to be a part of, like, the production of it, too. So it's an actual, like, real-life movie. Um, Mm. I think it comes out Friday? I think this week, yeah, this weekend. Look her up. But hey. I just looked it up. It's definitely on there. Still on there. Rolling Stone and everything. Yeah, so, moral of the story is humble as an asshole. If your partner is making more If your family is making, if you're making more money than your significant other and you invite them on an expensive trip that you know they can't afford and you know they're working twice as hard to make money just to go on the trip. You ain't shit if you're saying that they should be paying for 50-50. Simple as that. You person. Sorry. Mm-hmm. You don't. There's a all there's, there's so many ways that that could have not happened. <laughs> there's so many ways. This is more irritating. What did Brian say? <laughs> <laughs> I missed that. I missed it too. <laughs> 
I said, girl, go get you some food. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> she needs a plate. <laughs> Your stomach growling. <laughs> last, I heard your stomach was growling last week. Like, that's how the <laughs> That's what it really <laughs> happened. Like, if you like, went home, the trip was last week. Y'all just got home. Yeah, you know, I just got, I haven't had a chance to talk to you about it. But when your stomach was growling, <laughs> That's a legit you know you were hungry? Like, we gotta fight. <laughs> did you, that did you know you were hungry, or was this all, was this by accident? That's justified violence, right there. I'm, I'll, pay the, I'll pay whatever court fees you got. I won't, but I think about it. <laughs> you deserve to fight. All right, let's stage this. Brian, let's see the intro. Okay. Okay. (laughs) All right. I got two things um, I saw today. I kind of made a post about it today, actually. So if you follow me, you probably saw it. But the quote that I have for positivity is encouraging someone to be entirely themselves is the loudest way to love them. This quote was by Kaylin Davis. Um, I think it's pretty fitting as we end Pride Month uh, to continue to encourage the people around you to just be themselves, man. There's reasons why you genuinely love people that are around you. It's because you love them for being who they are. I mean, our friend group, the people on this podcast I'm with, I love them because they never change they stay they are comfortable around me to be themselves they understand that i love them they understand that i won't judge them and that's what friendship is about that's what love is about love is not about you know always hugging and kissing and saying i love you and blah blah, blah. it's a lot of things that incorporate what love is but the biggest thing is someone has to be comfortable around you to express love so if you're not comfortable around someone, you'll never be able to fully express love or love somebody. If you don't fully love yourself, we talked about knowing who you are and the journey it takes to know who you are. It's a process. It's your own journey. But eventually, you will learn to love yourself. And when you love yourself, love comes easy. You can genuinely love other people because you're allowing those people to be themselves because you are yourself around you. Right? So that leads into the next thing I saw. The energy you present in a space or interaction is the same energy you will get back. So we hear positivity, positivity, good vibes, good vibrations, good people. And that's because if you go in a room filled with negativity, nine times out of ten, you're going to start thinking negative. If you're in a room full of people who are happy, joyful, express love, express feelings of positivity, encouraging, uplifting, all those things come out of your come out of you and come back to you. You know? There's a reason where people say everything you put into the world comes back to you, whether it's good or bad. So if you're out here spilling negativity, if you're out here talking bad about people all the time, don't be surprised when shit don't happen right to you. <laughs> <laughs> in the end, don't be surprised. Like, I can't believe that happened to me tonight. Well, you were just talking shit for about someone all day. You know, 
and I get it. We are all victim of that, and we are all perpetrators of that. I get it. There's times where we gossip, and there's times where we talk shit, and there's and we're angry. But that's again a self check towards us to why we're angry. I heard something today that said that uh, there are two ways people look at life, or two there are two situations in life: a sick person or a person who is dying only desires one thing in life and that's to have life again right a person who is living and happy in life desires a million things but never gets those things because they're focused on all those desires instead of the one instead of one desire at a time and that kind of struck me as like yeah we do live in this life where we're you know we want this house we want this job we want this car we want this money at the end of the year and we have all these desires and it's okay to have desire but all these desires we're trying to fulfill in life are blocking us from actually fulfilling what we want think about all the things you want in life that you've gotten and how many times and what you were and how focused you were on that one thing right you're focused on that one thing and like let's say for instance you know, Ron makes this big move to Texas. He's focused on getting this job, finding a career. And Ron probably has all, had all these other desires in life that he wanted to have. But in that moment, he was focused on thriving to find a career that he loves. And boom, it happened. He gets the career he loves because he was focused on that stuff. So I think one of the things I'm trying to say is that in life, we're so caught up in having everything that we forget what we have in front of us because at the end of the day if we focus on one thing if you believe in spirituality if you believe in if you have a faith like in my situation if you focus on the things that we want right now in life that one desire the rest of the universe god will provide that thing I think we focus way too much on so many things that we can't control that we forget the, the one thing we can't control that we that will lead us to our destination that things go astray. So this week is almost over. It's Wednesday. If y'all don't follow me, I love Wednesday. It's the middle of the week. It's a way to just jump to continue to push through it. Uh, just remember to love on someone. Allow people in your circle to be able to be themselves and remember whatever room you walk into try to walk in with an open mind positive mind just happiness because if you spew that into that room it's going to come back to you full force and no everyone enjoys a hug everyone enjoys a smile everyone enjoys happiness everyone enjoys a good time otherwise brunch wouldn't be fun <laughs> <laughs> I love y'all. Be easy. Thank you. Darnold, cool and all. And thanks for having a dope ass place. But you still go back as fuck. But I still love you. Little bitch boy. Pissy ass boy. (laughs) No reason. (laughs) To the loop, motherfuckers. (laughs) That's the same, (laughs) wrestling. Black (laughs) 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 (laugh